What's up, everyone? It's Nate here from Truly Daywalk with another unboxing. Oh, wait, never mind. It's not an unboxing. That's <laughs> yo, you the don't, only intro. Yo, click off the video immediately. It's like, no, wait yeah, a second. nobody watches unboxings. This <laughs> is really unboxing. Two hour unboxing. What the hell? <laughs> um, no, so uh, as you can see, there's only two of us. Uh, so I'm taking up hosting duties today because I don't, I think this is actually the first time I've ever hosted Truly Daywalk. Mm-hmm. Um,. So yeah, this is a weekly podcast where two, sometimes three, sometimes four people gather around this computer and other <laughs> computers. Com- <laughs> um, that's a kind of funny reference. Um, to talk about K-pop and other K-pop industry things and just uh, Korean music um, and Korean culture. So yeah, this is episode 90. Um... And I am joined by Andrew, who has to normally has three things. Oh, that's Jacob's weird. obviously not here. Yeah, it's it's weird he is doing this first. All right, well, I, I kind of have like three and a half things. Um, well, number one, uh, because of a certain Nathan Swisher, I have been dragged kicking and screaming back into the world of Magic: The Gathering. And I attended my first pre-release in like two years. It was actually pretty fun. It was actually really worth it because I I got this baby, which is. Yep. I, I still can't sell on eBay because people are just like, oh, 40 bucks. I'm just like, oh my God, it started off at like a hundred, like a, like literally like 48 yeah. hours ago. It It'd probably take 40 though. It's probably not going to, it's going to just keep dropping. Yeah. And I, no, at this point I might It'll be better stabilize off. stabilize like 40, 45, maybe mm. 50. Which leads perfectly into my second point, which is uh, I might end up just selling this at New York Comic Con because there's people, like there's actual vendors that take, that buy cards mm-hmm. there. So that might just be easier. I don't have to worry about shipping and everything and and yeah just to, to let you know um the well we're filming this or pretty late but the the this coming uh weekend is near comic-con in new york city so i will be attending on saturday and sunday so i won't be doing a cosplay this year i didn't have time to do a crazy cosplay unlike last year where i dressed up as the lion from uh from god lionheart and it did not go well <laughs> but i, I mean if, if you're there Definitely say hi. I mean, I'm sure 90% of people are going to be there for, which I guess is my number three point. Uh, 90% of people that like K-pop probably aren't going to be there because they're going to be at the BTS concert at City Field, which is great because, man, BTS has just been doing so much in New York City. So, like, they had their Prudential Center concerts, uh, the pre like, last week. They went to the UN. They were on, like, Good Morning America, Jimmy Fallon and everything. So they've been going around New York a lot. And, yeah, like, the... that It's still crazy how they're... They're, they're, sold, they're, they're selling out... They're... they're there are more people that are going to be at that BTS concert than there are people that actually go to like Mets games. It's it's kind of sad, unfortunately, but it's still cool. To, again, we talked about how historic and important that's going to be, so it's going to be a really cool thing to sort of take notice of. And uh, oh, the I guess a special fourth thing I just wanted to address: the meme sensation that is sweeping the nation right now. Bowsette, oh my god. <laughs> god! Why no? Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> it's, it's it's actually pretty funny. It's actually pretty funny. It's just it's just like super like deep cut when it comes to lore, and it's just like it's just been proliferate. It's just like the perfect combination of Nintendo's popularity and freaking degenerate like weeb anime people yeah, horrible, like me. Horrible, horrible <laughs> people. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not I, like, again. I, we're, we're taking in, we're taking betting odds on how many Bowsette cosplays I see at New York Comic Con. So we'll see. And those wow. are my and those are my four things. And I'm Nate. Give me a little touch. Thank you, SNSD. 
Not a big touch. You're back. Not a medium touch. No, just, just, a, little just a little one. Just a little touch. Lil. L I L. L I L. Like like Wayne. Yeah. Who re- um, oh, that's, that's another thing we should bring up. Yeah, Lil Wayne released Carter Five, which is insane. So oh, totally check that, about that out. <laughs> check that out. <laughs> um Okay. Uh so this week is uh releases week. Uh so we have one topic and then three releases topics. Um as you can see there's only two of us. Uh Jacob has school stuff. He's gotta work on a homework assignment that's pretty tough, so he couldn't record with us. Um, so it's probably going to be a pretty short show, especially for releases, because for the most part, there wasn't too much that caught my ear. Um, and they're actually, the, we are light overall as a group anyway. Um, yeah. but, uh, without, with only two of us talking about them and most of them are, it's mostly just Andrew talking. So, <laughs> um, it'll be, it'll be fairly yeah. short for releases week. Um, but first we have a topic, uh, that is near and dear to my heart. As the um, as the hashtag well, the, I, the IOI master and yeah the, as, the biggest the biggest self proclaimed number one IOI fanboy on the internet um, we're gonna talk about Sobe um, so uh, I don't know a couple weeks ago uh, it came out that she left JYP mm-hmm. um, and we didn't really know what she was doing uh there were rumors that she was gonna just start a solo company um it seems like every person that leaves a company and then before they before you find out what their their plans are their rumor is they're gonna start a solo company well i mean yeah everyone like everyone's like oh somebody's gonna do her own thing oh yeah um, somebody's gonna do her own thing soyan's gonna do her own thing like that's what I did, I think, actually. Sai, uh, um, when he Psy left YG, I think yeah, that's, Psy, that's, still, like, that's still the leading rumor make, right now. Yeah, he's going to make his own Gang Gang Entertainment. I don't know what it's going to be called, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it, it, um, it, that seems like it, it seems like the the it, first anyone that's relatively popular. It seems like the the move that's sort of in vogue right now because you don't. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I mean, that's another topic entirely that we could discuss about how you, we. That's probably the future of. <laughs> oh, I definitely think certain people should do it. Yeah, you don't really need the. Um, it makes the big... total sense. Yeah, definitely. For I... someone who's already become like very famous, they can do it. Obviously, you can't start a. You can't start out that way. Yeah, I know. Um, like if you're just some random like person that wants to be an idol, and you just start your own company with no money and no no notoriety. Like it's not gonna work. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, the rumor was she going to start her own company. There was a rumor that her dad was going to be her manager, which <laughs> um, we can talk about a little bit. I think it would have been okay. I, a lot of people were up in arms about it. I know you didn't like it just because you don't like the idea of like family management. Yeah, I just um, I, I think there's just feel like the, the the idea. I think just in general, just like family businesses are just really like awkward because mm-hmm. it, it just it's just a really fragile sort of situation to run, especially when you consider it's like a father daughter sort of relationship. So you like there's there's so many there's so many situations like uh, in like Hollywood where like the parents are the managers and like they they end up like not talking to each other after a while just because it's just so like hectic mm-hmm. and like crazy and that sort of thing. But. I, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's sort of the reason why I was against it, because there's just so many instances of it going just really sour, and that that sucks, because it seems like they're a really, they're a really close family and everything, and uh, from all yeah. the, from all like the variety or survival shows that she's, and, and I, yeah, her dad acts in Korea and everything, and he speaks yeah, in, like, yeah. pretty decent Korean, so. Yeah, I thought, like, I don't know, a lot of people are up in arms just because of him for some reason, and I've never seen any reason for him to seem 
like a bad parent or a bad person. Like, I don't know. He's been on variety shows. He's been really funny. Uh, he acts like he's, I don't know. He's always seemed like a very genuine and like just fun, funny person. Like very simple, like so me clearly gets it a lot from him. Um, so I don't know why there was so much negativity about him specifically, uh, but I thought he would have done a good job. Um, I, I, I think like just the fact that how complicated the K-pop industry is, like having him there to make sure like she's getting what's best for her and not mm-hmm. getting screwed over. Yeah, if I she think was gonna have her own company, like that. So people could definitely take advantage of her, considering how young she is. Mm-hmm. If, and so and if mean, you don't have the right manager. Even even like even in big companies, there's almost almost always. I know like there, uh, when new idols sign up, like the parents are almost always involved in the process to some degree. Like if they want to talk yeah. it over, I know. Yeah, like just a random sort of thing. I know like with uh, like with Tayan, I know her because she lived she lives like a, like a couple hour or she grew up like a couple of hours outside of Seoul, if I remember correctly. And her yeah. parents yeah, yeah would so. drive yeah, her parents would drive her all the way up there like to. Just like do practice and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, I mean it's good mm-hmm. to have your parents involved, especially in any type of showbiz where you're like, yeah, just yeah. As we're, yeah. We've been learning, like especially for how just young, how young she yeah, is, how young and how she is. Yeah. not just necessarily just being young. It's just like how much exposure she has. She's had while being as like, young as yeah. like a fifteen year old. Like like if you mm-hmm. really think about it, like that's that's a thing. Like it's just so hard to think of a lot of these idols that are like under eighteen to some degree is just like being like. They're, they're still kids they're still kids like they're mm-hmm. still they, 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 they don't know what the hell I like honestly like any of you like listeners like did you really know what the hell you were doing at age 15 I had no idea what well, the heck I was doing at age 15 I honestly mean, we do have to give her credit she's not that young anymore she, yeah, she she's is like 16, 19 17. yeah she's or, like, or no no not 19 she's even at 18 yeah, like I had no idea what the hell I was doing honestly I yeah, got, she's 16 so but she's, I, I I didn't I didn't I could I could barely operate a microwave at eighteen. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like do, like do all of this sort of stuff where you're just yeah you're asking these kids to make a lot of adult decisions and yeah sometimes it's yeah, just she, very she's seventeen right now. Yeah, it's very just uh, like fragile situation. So I brought up an article uh, of just uh, Matthew Doma just responding. He's like yeah, he's like, just saying like oh it's the the rumors are false and he said. Quote, uh, so we finished her last GYP's activities and returned from Germany. We're going to spend this two truck together and with the family. And th- I think what we'll do on or do from now on, I do give her advice as a parent, but because I'm not ex- an expert, I can't do much. So, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely, yeah, he, 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 he made a good point to sort of uh, like narrow or shut down the rumors that he would be yeah. uh, doing, managing the entirety of her, her activities. Yep. So then, uh, like last week, the bombshell hit, and you found out she left JYP to go to YG. Asterisk. Now, asterisk though. The well, black yeah, label. asterisk. She went to Black Label. She went to Teddy's label, which is part, which is a subsidiary subsidiary of YG. Yeah. Black she did not label, go to YG I proper. The Black Label, um, I believe, has Zion uh, Zion T. Um. I believe somebody have, somebody recently just left. It might have Ehi. Um, I think Lehi Lehi is definitely under uh, Black Label. Uh, let's find out. <laughs> I literally had Google Black Label and it comes up with Johnny Walker. Uh. <laughs> okay, um, I, I couldn't find anything else. But yeah, yeah there's, there's, right, there's I got it. Yeah, so Black Label is the 
the portion of YG that uh, Teddy's in charge of. He's the, I believe. Yeah, I, Teddy. I don't know if he's technically, he's like the CEO or like the whatever. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he, that's his thing. Okay. Like, I, I don't think JY, or I so, don't think uh, YG has any influence over that section of the company, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, Lehigh is not part of Black Label. Um, she literally, <laughs> the only people on this list I know are Teddy and Zion T. And then Kush. Oh. Uh, who I've heard of, but I don't know any of their music. And then just a bunch of, like, hip-hop people, I assume. Yeah. And then Somi. It's Black Label is just basically just way, like... Black Label is kind of, like, an in-between between, like, proper, like, main YG and high, high Ground. Like, High Ground just, like, super, like, out there. Whereas, like, Black Label is definitely more... It, they definitely liaison more with the the main like YG uh, company, so in term, but yeah, they 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 still have something way more autonomy than they would under or if than you would under like the main group. So yeah, it's an interesting, yeah. it's an interesting signing. Um, I know again, there's sort of like an unwritten rule that the big three uh, JYP, YG, and SM don't steal each other or they don't like poach uh talent away from each other i mean like if it when it comes to like trainees that like don't necessarily work out or whatever like they have mm-hmm. another like a company drops a trainee and they go to another one that's that's very normal there's so many trainees that they start in like sm and then they debut in yg that's that's normal what we're talking about is artists that have debuted or very are already high profile going from one of the big three i was gonna to say the other technically she's still a trainee I mean, she already debuted. In, she technically debuted in. She debuted, uh, I, but I, then I, she I. went back to being a trainee after yeah. this fan met. So, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a, but it's, it's weird. A, it's, a, like. yeah, it's a weird situation, yeah. Where it's, yeah, she, this sort of this type of like free agency situation hasn't really happened before. I mean, we, th- like, with the, we were going to uh, like we previously addressed. We thought, uh, I don't know. Did they ever? Did they ever resolve what is going to happen to Hyuna and Edon? Were they going to leave her? Like they, they said, "Oh, know. we're going to make an announcement," think, and they I never think, made an announcement. I think Hyuna is for sure gone. I don't know about Edon. Um, but yeah, it's it's that's sort of a similar situation where if somebody like Hyuna leaves, she has she has the she has the pick of the litter. Basically, she can go mm-hmm. any she like company uh, companies will come crawling to her asking them uh, asking her to sign with them. I'm sure this yeah. I'm sure the same thing happened with Somi, where everyone was just like, "Oh, sign with like that." Yeah, so she definitely had her uh, a good choice of uh, uh, of labels to go towards. So it's interesting she picks YG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this so like it's weird. This is definitely like interesting and unique because yeah, like like you said, this happens with high profile people when they leave. Like they're gonna be able to go where they want. But Somi technically, it, this usually happens a lot later in a career because they usually sign the seven year contract to be in a group. Yeah. Um, and then and then they can go somewhere else if they don't want to stay in the group or stay with the company. Where Somi got into IOI as a temporary group, um, was a, that lasted a year. Then she did some solo stuff, a lot of CFs. But then she decided, like, uh, I guess she decided she didn't like the way JYP was going in terms of like if she was going to make the new girl group or what she was if she was going to have to maybe she had a problem that she didn't want to compete in sixteen two and mm-hmm. they were going to make her do that yeah um, even That's, though she was all but guaranteed to make yeah the she's group, all but guaranteed to make the because but she maybe was, she, she just would, didn't want to deal with the hassle yeah she was all she was the like the 
she's the selling point of whatever uh, girl group that uh, JYP was planning to debut. But um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the other contention uh, point of contention is maybe she didn't want to be a part of a girl group because yeah. th- like some of the yep. stuff I've read is that they're going to they they're possibly going to focus on promoting her as a solo artist. Which, yeah, that's what I've read as well. Which I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know because honestly, I th- I feel like she just. I feel like she'd do good in a. I feel like she'd do better in a group environment, whereas, and if if that was the case, or if that wasn't necessarily a point of contention, then like she'd probably just end up staying at y, uh, JYP. But for her to leave, yeah. for her to leave for Y for YG Black Label, that I mean, that definitely means she didn't like the direction that the the girl group. Because again, now this girl group has yeah. long been rumored. I mean, there's like there's like pictures well, of her going around with all of like the like the rumored group yeah, members. Like, yeah, and everything. Um, uh, Who is Ichae uh, Young of Eyes uh, uh, One? Younger sister. Old, yeah. Younger, younger sister. sister. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then Ryu Hyun Jin, who got first uh, females on Mix 9. Um, they are definitely in this group. And yeah, so me, it was, those three were like guaranteed. Um, yeah, I think that that's like a big thing right there is they, they didn't, she didn't want to be in a girl group. Um, but like, I guess to me, I, I'm not. Like, overall, there's a lot of things I don't like about this, um, and the two main things are, I, I, I agree, I think she would fit in a girl group a lot better than as a solo mm-hmm. artist. And I mean, um, you know, there, you've known her, has, you've been exposed to her for much longer than I do, because yeah. remember, she didn't start, for those or that aren't really familiar. Yeah, like, I familiar. 16 before Yeah, she, yeah, she didn't IOI, start, she didn't, like, produce. break out with uh, Produce 101, she's been on, she was on the, she was almost a member of Twice, again, that was the, that yeah. was the first thing, everyone was like, oh, after IOI's done, they're definitely adding her to Twice, which never happened, and yeah. in retrospect, do you think adding her to Twice might have been the, the right move, instead of um, possibly putting her in another girl group where they might, she might have just overshadowed all of the other members? I don't know, I could see with how big Twice was... Her just getting a lot of hate, maybe. Um, but I don't know, so. like, because I mean, was Twice really at that zenith at the time that, like, um, after I, yeah, that was like right when TT came out. And that's stuff. true, maybe. Her, yeah. So, um, well, no, that was so that was like, like if, we're, if we're talking sig- about like, that was around when Signal was coming out. So yeah, that was when they were hitting their, like, they were starting to explode because yeah. that was after TT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I. There there have been fan cams of her at a concert recently. I think she did, like, Gashina and another song yeah. that uh, people she, are saying, like, her vocals have improved a lot. I actually mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to watch them. Yeah. Um, it was in, like, yeah, as we, the other article mentioned, she participated in some K-pop concert event in Germany, and she just did, yeah, she just did a bunch of, like, covers. Um, <laughs> but I, I heard yeah. her vocals were a lot better. That's good, um, that's good. Because used to be, yeah, that's and, like, that, fit a soloist better. Yeah, that's my only um, worry, because... Yeah. Same, yeah. Because uh, like, no disrespect to Sony, because I mean, I do like her as an idol, but I don't know. It's just her vocal. There's nothing. There's nothing ne- about her vocals that, that at first blush necessarily like blows you away, like a like a no. chung, like a Chunga or like a I don't know, like somebody else that sort of just know or would do way better as a solo artist. But I mean, if she's going to make yeah. improvements, and I mean. Uh, your, what was your other point of contention besides... Uh, um, well, then my other one is just the obvious, like, YG. she jumped ship from JYP, which became, recently passed SM in terms of market value, mm-hmm. um, to become the number one entertainment company in Korea, 
to go to YG, the sinking ship of K-pop entertainment yeah. companies. Yeah, we're which basically is just falling just, apart. I mean, yeah. we've literally had multiple topics just complaining about the direction of YG. Yeah, and it's 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 not just like it's not just us just trying to rant or just like make like clickbaity. Not, like, we're, yeah, we're not even anymore. hating on them. It's just that yeah, like, at this point, like even like their their share, <laughs> like their shareholders, yeah, like, yeah, are like what the fuck are you doing? YG, they're losing money. Like <laughs> they're. Blackpink's incredibly huge, and he's not promoting them at all. Like, yep. yeah, that, that's the that's the biggest point of contention when I uh, when I when I was reading like sort of like shareholders like meetings or just like or why they they're not as confident is that uh, just like the out the the output of music coming from YG, YG in comparison to even like outside of the big three, there are so many companies oh, that yeah. are putting out way more music than they yeah, are. Yeah, Starship's so, putting out way more music. Yeah, it, so like, what's the excuse there, honestly? So it, it is an interesting thing, but I guess mm. the I'd say the black label part is really an important sort of like caveat to all of this, though, because yeah, I feel exactly. like, like from what I understand, like Teddy, like it. Pretty much, the black label was the one that was almost in charge of the entire like comeback uh, for uh, Blackpink. Because I mean, Teddy is the one mm-hmm. that produced for a lot of them, so he was working yeah, with them a lot. So that, that's the interesting caveat where like Teddy obviously gives a lot, a lot like people like like I don't think somebody like Zion T is gonna willingly get be given a song and just like be expected no, this like no. no he like the. He's gonna have input. And yeah, yeah. I think do what he wants to do. I think that's probably what Somi like sort of values. Because I mean, it's something that it's sort of like a thing or a quality that you see in artists that grew up outside of Korea. Like, I mean, yeah. like what we're seeing with Tiffany right now, where she signed with a transparent agency, the uh, um, which is run by a Far East Movement. Like she, she wants more. Pers- she wanted the reason why creative she freedom. yeah she wanted more uh, creative freedom and input into what direction her music uh, went in as opposed to staying or resigning with SM where she would be at the mercy of whatever the song read and there's I mean there, there's people mm-hmm. that thrive in that sort of environment but yeah it, it, it's definitely like a sort of thing where if you grew up in the West you're just like you want control over your own music just because you see it's what you see a lot of over here you don't really see that many like manuf- manufactured in the term that they're like put together not necessarily like as a derogatory term but like, you don't really see manufactured go- girl groups and boy groups or manufactured artists in that sort of way in America yeah or it's the the process is you get discovered for the music that you're already doing and then then like yeah then you get sort of like mm-hmm. the ball rolling with signing a, a label and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it, yeah. it's probably that it, it's it's a, it definitely like the cultural difference is probably a huge factor in it. Yeah, yeah. Though I don't know. Yeah, I guess YG probably wouldn't give her too much. I like I, I, the YG is going in that direction though with like Day Six and Stray Kids, like or JYP is going in that direction with the. Uh, like day six and straight kids straight kids especially so like, where like, yeah straight kids well both yeah both day six and straight kids are entirely self-produced yeah so like and they, they the whole thing like a big part of their new incentive their new, or like, uh, JYP or their new building was that like they had a lot more um like mixing and uh like producing rooms um, mm-hmm. So definitely, they're definitely leaning towards more self-producing yeah, idols. And, and um, even but, with that, but the thing is, I don't know if Somi wants to produce music. Mm-hmm. I think she just wants that creative control. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that they get. Yeah. Because um, J- JYP, so. yeah, because even though JYP definitely gives a lot of freedom, but I feel, still feel like 
he more than any of the other big three because I feel like yeah because Isuman's very remote he's not even running uh, SM well, he's, anymore yeah he's on yeah he, he's the CEO of S, uh, label SJ yeah, he yeah just, he's, like, he's just like I'm gonna have fun with Super Junior yeah, yeah and everything thing. and everything Super Junior does has been amazing so far and like I mean YG YG's like I don't know YG probably just doesn't give shit at this point. He's he's more no, interested. No, no. He he's just more interested in making like dating survival shows or whatever it is yeah, he does. But yeah, knows? JYP and JYP, like JYP, I'd say he's like he's out of all like the three own like the all of the three like owners of like the big three companies. I feel like he's the one. He's still an artist at heart. He's still an artist at oh, the end yeah, of the definitely. day. He still loves making music. So that's why I feel like he he wants it. He wants his uh like. Even though he's he's willing to give creative control, he still has sort of like a final say uh, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is it is sort of an interesting sort of uh, decision. And I mean, I'd say the black label definitely makes it a bit more reassuring because if she shined with like YG oh, yeah, proper, definitely. if she oh, went to straight with YG, yeah, she'd sentence. be gone forever. No one would ever see her. And it's because, especially because you know damn well, you know damn well with how they're treating Lehigh, there's no way they promote, they, they'd want to put her in a group. And yeah, that and that's the rumor I'm hearing as well, is apparently like the Black Label might be putting together a group. I mean, that's actually like really interesting for like a, a girl group to not be at the mercy of YG for once, but yeah, yeah. it's just... But the problem is all of their songs are going to sound like Teddy to yeah. anyone's songs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all Teddy thing. knows how I mean, to do if, for if girl it's, groups. If it's, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it's like Teddy, like, Sunmi salt, like, level songs, but if it's just Teddy, but like, it won't be for girl group. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. and, and no, like, even like, going back to, like, the whole point with, like, how JYP is giving more uh, input to his artists, like, if you just, if you saw um, Dance the Night Away for uh, the mm-hmm. the latest Twice comeback, some of the B-sides, they have, like, the J-Line have some writing credits on there, because they wrote some of the mm-hmm. songs and everything, so yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just that, that that's what we'll have to. That's we, we we obviously don't have any inside contacts at any of these companies. So that's the thing we'll have to pay attention to or be on the lookout for in the future is how much how much of an input will she have and how much like how much of a difference will it actually make? Honestly, because yeah. like at face value, it just seems like a lateral move to be honest, as as opposed to just yeah. like making like any sort of like major increase in her standing and maybe it was a money thing maybe really who knows like we will never know because they're never going to talk about something like this until maybe Mm -hmm. she's like about to retire or whatever but that's the thing that's why we can only speculate at this point yep uh so yeah i think you're i'm good if you're good um so yeah leave your comments below what you think of uh so me switching from jyp to uh YG Black Label. Uh, my favorite thing was in the Reddit comments when it came out. The top comment was that some Game of Thrones level betrayal shit, <laughs> and then the top response to that was Chunga sends her regards because <laughs> Chunga, Chunga left JYP when she was a trainee. I mean, I wouldn't mind um, if she uh, if uh, Somi joined Chunga at MNH. Holy crap! I'd, I'd actually no, prefer, that would have been amazing. I'd prefer that move um, honestly, and I mean, and, and there's no, yeah. been precedent set for that. There's been a lot of people that. Um, went through produce uh, and they ended up leaving their initial company yeah. and joining the whatever Going friends to a they made with a different yeah yeah whatever, whatever friends they made through the 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 show so yeah definitely yep. that's something that it will, we don't want this to be an echo chamber so yeah definitely leave your input yeah. because uh, yeah yep, I'm definitely. very interested okay moving on to topic two uh, which is September 2018 K-pop releases part one. 
Um, so if you don't know, if you're newer, um, just from like, I don't know, Umu talking about Dreamcatcher with us, got us a couple of subs and stuff. Um, every month at the end of the month or into the beginning of the next month, the ep- first episode slash last episode uh, is going over all of the K-pop releases for that month. Um, that we enjoyed. Uh, so it's our favorite K-pop releases. Yeah, we used to. Um, it, we we, used, to we just... used to do literally everything, and it, but it became saying like one word descriptions of songs we didn't care about, which is where "It's a Ballad" came from. And you would get like um, hundred fifty songs a month. Yeah, just it would take work. forever, and nobody would listen to it. Um, <laughs> so we we streamlined it, um, and people are enjoying it more. So now we just talk about songs that we actually have input on. Um, just to make it, they also, the episodes, we become like three, four hour long episodes and it's just mm. ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, we just go over our favorite K-pop. They're not necessarily all our favorite. Sometimes they're bad. We just have, they're things we have to comment on, but mm. usually it's because they're really good. Um, so you'll and read, you, you should read part um, one and three. I'll read part two. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Which works because part two has your your J-pop stuff. Yes, yes. Um, so it's almost ninety percent of this is K-pop, but I'm I've we've I've made the executive decision to just cover uh, forty eight groups from now on because they were in uh, produce forty eight, and I'm 40. sure there's a lot of people that want to follow them up, and it's super yep. it's super hard to follow them too. So I'll, I I will be the one doing all the research. <laughs> yep. Uh, so first, uh, we go, I'm just gonna list off the things we reviewed this month, um, and those are, uh, just to say why these aren't on the list, um, or why we're not talking about these songs. Uh, so last month we reviewed Dreamcatchers, Alone in the City, uh, Got Seven's Present You, or Present You, I don't know if it's Present. I don't know, I don't present. know, it bothers me so much. I have no much. idea, I know and I want to know. It's like, um, are you presenting somebody, or are you yeah, giving them a present? You, is are, that, are they, or are they the present? Like, um, so, Got yeah. Seven, please tweet at us. I've been, I've been saying present. <laughs> yeah, um, same. Present You. Um, we reviewed GWSN's The Park in the Night Part 1, uh, NCT Dreams Go Up, Oh My Girls Remember Me, uh, Produce 40, the fin- finale songs were released in this album. Uh, we had a whole uh, podcast series for Produce Cast. Um, so you can go listen to our finale episode uh, to hear our thoughts on those songs. So we're not talking about them here. Uh, Sunmi's Warning, Unity's Begin with the End, and Uju Sonio's Would You Please, WJ Please. Okay, uh, moving to the first release. Uh, which is Three Racha's Zone. Three um, Racha is the uh, production group, or the member, yep. or it's the production group that the member three members of uh, Stray Kids go by. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe they Three Racha existed even before uh, Stray Kids was formed. Correct? Uh yeah. I'm pretty um, so- yeah. They they definitely yeah, yeah. they they built Stray Kids around the idea that it was three Rasha or it was gonna involve three Rasha. So yeah, so mm-hmm. outside of Stray Kids they released these I'm, um, I'm gonna interrupt you for a second, Andrew. Oh, Are you going through the slideshow? Yeah. Because it shows you still on the first slide for some reason. I just want to make sure. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm on three Rasha. That's just that's just <laughs> Google being screwed up. <laughs> okay. I just wanna make sure you didn't forget. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. um yeah. yeah, so yeah, Three Racha, they released music, uh, like, I, I want to say it was all in 2017, but it was before, before, um, uh, Stray Kids existed. 
Yeah, so they do a lot of like stuff on SoundCloud. They release like mixtapes and that sort of thing. So yep. yeah, this yeah, is, they have three mixtapes. Yeah, and I. Bl- not sure. I, I'm not sure if this is from a single or a mixtape, but yeah, I'm, I didn't know that they'd actually promote um, Three Rocha music. This is music. a new song. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool that they're letting them promote Three Rocha music on uh, like the JYP channel because I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I've ever seen that before necessarily. It'd usually just mm-hmm. be like uh, Stray Kids music, but as for the yeah, actual, they, s- or go ahead. But they, they released this for like SKZ Player, um, which I th- think is just like, uh, they're kind of like behind the scenes, just oh, uh, okay. like. Their their current season of their, um, just like behind the scenes and reality show stuff. Okay, okay, that makes. I sense. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, correct it, me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it makes sense because it's like a live performance to some degree. Um, that being said, like mm-hmm. the actual song like goes really hard. It sounds like it doesn't sound like somebody something JYP uh, JYP group would put out again. And that's what that's probably the appeal of uh, Three Rasha, uh as opposed to like the their like or the more well known Stray Kids music is where they where. Mm-hmm. Even in Stray Kids, they they lean into the uh, they lean into like the like the really like heavy like trap and like hip hop sort of thing. But yeah, they 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 just like weapons for you when it comes to Three Rasha. So I really like it. It's it reminds me of something that like Zico or like I don't know, just like other like really like prominent hip hop artists in Korea would put out. And uh, I do enjoy yep. it. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I really I need to look into their uh, the Three Rasha music more. And I know Cooper's gonna kill us yeah. for not doing it already. But. No, I yeah I have I have them. I listen to them. Um, they are good. The first one's a little rough, uh, but you, you can tell they definitely got their, their, uh, like, uh, Chan, like, definitely built his production skills throughout. Yeah. Um, the, th- the third one actually happened after Stray Kids, the show. Yeah. Um, but before they debuted. Mm. Um, so it actually came out after, uh, like, mixtape, Stray Kids mixtape. <laughs> um, the three, the third three Rasha song, or a uh, mixtape came out, but that yep. one's really good. Hmm. Okay, uh, next we have Amber from FX's uh, digital single, White Noise. Um, for me, I like this song a lot better uh, than her other solo stuff. Uh has much better production because it was uh, with the, SM. Yeah, it was in um, house. Instead of being independent. Um, the only thing is, I still think she needs to work on her lyrics. Yeah, um, as, as a lyricist, like, she's very weak. As a li- yeah, and just like, it's... It's a little like it. It's a little not fair because I feel like because I'm almost like almost entirely listen to K-pop. I don't worry about lyrics anymore. Yeah. But when I he- so when I hear an English song, it I notice it a lot more than I feel like I would if I had still if I'd listened to re- English lyrics regularly still. Um, but it is just like it is very basic. Uh, but yeah, the production of the song is great. Yeah, that's that's what really sold me on this. Um, and that I don't think we never got. Um, we kind of touched up uh, on her uh, solo music when we like when she released all those music videos for Rogue Rouge. Um, I think we covered <laughs> it in releases list. And my main gripe was yeah, yeah. My main gripe was that I didn't like the producer she was working with. Not necessarily like I don't have like a personal thing against it, but just I didn't like his style of production. Whereas this, mm-hmm. it, it fit. I loved it way more. And. Yeah, I, 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 I do still have to give her some slack, obviously, because she's doing it in English. So we're gonna notice the oddness of lyrics a lot more than we would in Korean, or if she was gonna yeah. rap in like Chinese or something like that. Um, but no, I, I think she's better off just letting SM produce her stuff. I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. I know yeah. she, she really took pride in like doing it all unless, on her own. unless she goes full out Lonely Island and does more uh, like bacon love, bacon love, yeah. Yeah, 
But, but yeah, if she's just, doing serious music, yeah, just stay with NSM or yeah, yeah. That's that. that I yeah, I mean, despite the minor graphs, it's still an enjoyable song, definitely. And I, I do, I mm-hmm. am rooting for Amber to get more music. And it's also because again, there was there was a real like last year there was a lot of like uh, animosity it seemed between her and SM. Like she she just like put a lot yeah. of stuff out on Instagram where she's like they're not they don't give a shit about me or whatever. And I mean, uh, we've addressed it before, but yet. I think, yeah, it's definitely in a better place now because they're they're promoting her solo like U.S. tour and mm-hmm. like you of all like SM like one SM doesn't like touring in the U.S. for whatever goddamn reason outside of mm-hmm. like that, ra- and that random Su- I mean Suju used to yeah and then random NCT is SM- definitely happening yeah definitely but of all of the artists you wouldn't really think uh, that they'd support like Amber doing stuff yeah here. but I mean no, it, at this at point they're probably just like it's either we do this or she doesn't release music so it's it's better off yeah, that they're exactly. willing to cooperate with her like this so yeah I'd, uh, mm-hmm. I want to hear I want to hear a full uh, mini album in this kind of style or in this kind of style which is similar to Rogue Rouge but under SM production mm-hmm uh, next, we have Bambi's single, River Run. Uh, well, yeah, the, the title or her freaking stage name is pretty weird. Uh, but yeah. I didn't... I, and the, the, the the music video for this is just, like, full of memes. It's just... It's it has, like, so weird. It has, like, the it has like keyboard cat and freaking, like, Snoop Dogg from... Uh, Snoop Dogg uh, doing, like, the thing, like, the GIF thing. Um... That it like sense. doesn't match with the actual music video yeah. at all. Yeah, like the actual they, music video is like her just like sentimentally singing at night under a bridge. Yeah, and, and then Which there's it, just overlays of weird memes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm, I, I I love memes, so I'm gonna enjoy it. But I mean, I really enjoyed this song. Uh, I think I've, I don't know if I I've probably heard of Bambi like like just a name wise, but I'm not really familiar with her all too well. Uh, music wise, but, I've never heard of her. Um, this song definitely re- gave me like haze vibes, so I definitely enjoyed it. She has she has a similar sort of timbre in her voice, so yeah. I, so I looked up more of her music and I was enjoying it yeah. so far. So yeah, this is a really, yeah. it's a really like sort of underground pick that uh, I wanted to bring attention to. Yeah, definitely gave me haze vibes. Uh, next we have Boy Stories Chinese mini album Enough. Um. Yeah, so this if you don't know, I, I like the song did whatever, but uh this is JYP's like Chinese boy group that's like all like 13 Literal, year olds. They're literally boys. Yeah, like yeah. like half of them haven't even had their voice drop yet and it's so funny cuz the song is so like hype and like yeah. <laughs> super hip hop, but Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it still. Like I think it's just, I think it I still think it's really cool how JYP's I think it's cool because he, he's, he's probably the only, he's like the only one, or, I mean, actually, no, SM has done it a lot of times before, but SM literally doesn't know how to take care of anyone that doesn't have Korean blood in them for whatever reason. <laughs> like, they fuck mm-hmm. up, like, anything involving Chinese members all the time, like, uh, like, unfail, unfailingly, but, um, I, I, it's a good sign for JYP that he's, will, he's confident enough in his label and his brand to go to, China and Japan and these other places outside of Korea and expect to succeed because I mean mm-hmm. d- doing this is it's clearly a long-term plan because all these kids are really young so he yeah they, they, there's definitely there's definitely like a, a grand like 
there's definitely a grand like uh, plan in store for them. But it's it's a great start. It's mm-hmm. a great start, and I think they there's a lot of talent there. So we should. I, I think they'll have yeah they'll have, they'll have a bright future out of them, especially once they start getting more experience. Yeah, they a big part of JYP 2.0 was expanding to other markets. Uh, they've mentioned that there will be a Japanese girl group from JYP uh, in the next year or so. I think ni- 2019 was their debut year. Yep, and there's rumors um, that he's gonna he's gonna look be looking for some produce 48 people. Oh, that's yeah. Um, but if you do notice at the end of the music video, there are uh, a couple different companies, yeah, uh, that... like logos. So it's not just JYP. I'm sure yeah. he, uh, there's a couple like Chinese uh, investor. As long as it's like, not Tencent. Companies. As long yeah. as it's not Tencent. We'll get there later. <laughs> um, okay, next we have BTS's Idol featuring Nicki Minaj. So the Nicki Minaj uh, music video version came out this month. Yeah, we covered we covered the song on uh, the BTS release uh, for uh, yeah we, yeah we reviewed the album so yeah it's just the music video didn't come out until now but it was just weird how they must have filmed it like in separate locations because she she doesn't oh, interact definitely. with the group at all and she barely she doesn't even she only says like the opening line of what's good Korea like that's like literally that's it and the rest of the time she's not actually singing it so I don't know maybe the yeah. maybe the verse wasn't finished by the time they had to film the video. Which is weird because the video came out really late. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. The well, music video just was like meh. Well, but the, get, we did a we both I think agreed that yeah. she had she made the song better. Oh, uh, oh, maybe she had maybe she didn't have that much time because remember she was planning to have a U.S. tour but that it got canceled. Oh, because it got canceled. Nobody was buying the tickets. No. Nope. Yeah. Oh boy, that's a that's she's faster prime. Yep. Um, I don't even listen to American music, and I know that. Uh, next we have Cold's uh, Freedom. Uh, I assume a single, maybe from a mini album. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he released a mini album. It's weird. It's weird okay. because Off on Off is Cold is one of the is one half of uh, the sort of like lo-fi R and B group Off on Off, which is under High High Ground. But his solo well, music High is Ground doesn't exist anymore. I guess, but. Maybe that's so. Maybe that's why they. Yeah, maybe they probably aren't under because yeah. He's when, really he's releasing when music. Tablo, or he's releasing music under a separate company. So yeah, when, when Tablo left, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. when when Tablo resigned as CEO, High Ground disbanded as a company, um, and I know some of the uh, artists like artists left. Yeah, because so. Kunst uh, was under High Ground, and I believe he he went to another company. I wonder. Yeah. So what so happened with Hyoko? Yeah, because maybe that's why we're seeing Hyoko release music on other labels as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where all the artists went, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but, technically, I, th- I think Epic High is listed as just a YG artist right now. Ooh, but no. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just left and yeah, they don't need to. And we yeah, just they, haven't heard any news. They don't need him. Um, but with this actual song, it was just interesting because... Uh, we mainly know um, Cold from Off and Off, which is like ninety percent like R and B, like lo-fi singing sort of thing. He actually raps mm-hmm. on this, which was pretty. Yeah, he's pretty versatile, so I enjoyed it. And that'll lead into the next one because he had two music yep. videos. And then yeah, there's another song, uh, Sunflower. Yeah, this one is more of him singing, which I definitely enjoyed. Yeah, he that's that's definitely his aesthetic, just like the sort of like slow jam, like eighties type of vibe. Um, Mm-hmm. It it's interesting though because 
in these music videos, he's, he's kind of like not hiding his face because I feel like in all, all the other off on off music videos, he's kind of hiding in like the background somewhere. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's less shy now <laughs> that he's doing more music. Yeah. Uh, he also apologized. I have to type. It signed me out of S- of Gmail for some reason. <laughs> so I can't I can't see our list of releases. It's like um, okay. Uh, once I load the spreadsheet back. Okay. Uh, next we have Day Six's "Beautiful Feeling," um, which is a digital single. So this is uh, just a third anniversary like, like thank, thank you, you song. Um, thank you to our fans type thing. Um, this is for me just another great like sentimental slow jam song from Day Six. Uh, I love this type of music <clears> from them, and I thought this one was great. The only thing I have to say is Dune actually sings. Yeah. He sings. Yeah. His voice is so goddamn deep. Why don't they use him more? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Just like the revelation when I hear his like one line, I was like, wait, what? So, I mean, obviously it's just like a thank you song, so it's nothing too special. But you know, that was a cool <laughs> thing, that the uh, context that they added to it. Yeah. We'll see if they uh, perform it during their concert. Hmm. Um, and next we have another day, uh, sorry, hiccups, uh, another day six song, uh, from their Japanese full length album, Breaking Down, or the album's Unlock, uh, the title is Breaking Down, title track, um, and this is just more, like, anime style J-Rock, like, hard J-Rock, um, which also is great, <laughs> day six is just good in general. Yep. Uh, I definitely resonate with it, uh, being... Because I'm roughly around the same age as, like, Jay and the rest of them. So they definitely grew up on, like, the same, like, sort of, like, pop-punk emo music that I grew up on. So you could definitely feel you definitely feel that influence uh, in a lot of their Japanese and some of their Korean songs that actually, like, do, like, the J-Rock style. So I really enjoyed it. I love the music video, too. It's just, like, a constant, like, it's, like, credits or whatever. It's, like, constantly streaming down. Yeah. That sort of thing. That was really cool. Which kind of, like, is, like, yo, this would be perfect for, like, an anime opening. So, well, I, I say that about every, like, freaking uh, Day 6 uh, song. But Japanese Day 6 song, yeah. I mean, literally, this, this is so perfect for, like, it's, like, this could go with, like, a like a freaking, I don't know, Naruto AMV or something. Like, that's the thing we need to mm-hmm. do. Like, now that Lincoln, like, we forget, like, Lincoln Park AMVs, um, we should do, like, more Day 6. Day. Uh, actually, no, that, I wanted to. Uh, there was there was that anime, um, Darling in the Franks. My plan was that when that finished, I wanted to do a Day 6, like, AMV with it, but I just never got around to it. And also, I just kind of gave up on the show. Uh, don't tell Jacob, because mm-hmm. uh, that's his, like, favorite anime. But <laughs> besides JoJo. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, let's say, well... No, his favorite is uh, Dragon Ball. But no, it's uh, what's I, said, I can't think of it. JoJo. Not Kill a Kill. Uh, or oh, Gurren uh, Lagann. Uh, Gurren Lagann. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't be surprised if somebody comes knocking, like, and uh, at some point uh, over the next couple of years, and like asks uh, asks D6 to do because anyway, there's 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 a precedent set already. There's a lot of K-pop artists that uh, do anime openings and endings. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Dress, which is a weird stage name, uh, with a single album, 239726, uh, with the title track, Somebody Like Her, Like I Do, featuring Sifka. There should not be a comma there. I don't know. I don't know why there's a comma there. Uh, and also, I think uh, Dress might be just like a producer, which is why Sifika's... Oh, the producer. Sifika's okay. like the one doing all the vocals. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of okay. Sifika. And it's such an interesting sort of uh, change of pace for her because she, most of her music is like really like experimental uh, sort of uh, electronic type of music. Uh, 
Whereas this, uh, she definitely is putting on more of a, like a traditional R&B vocal performance, which I do enjoy. Again, I love her voice. So yeah, it's just cool to see how versatile she is. And she's been, she's mm-hmm. been doing a lot of collabs lately because she had that one last, uh, last month with, uh, Crush. So yeah, yeah she's getting, yeah, yeah. she's getting her name out there a lot. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yep. Uh, next we have Elaine's digital single, Wake Me Up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I rarely, very rarely just put, like, ballady, like, acoustic songs on here, but I, I, I did really like this one, just because I'm a big fan of, like, folk-style music, and, um, yeah, she has a really pretty voice, which I think went well with the song. I have no idea what was going on in the music video with, like, some <laughs> random girl. I don't know, but hmm. I did enjoy the song. Yeah. Uh, next, we have EXO's Chanyol and Sehan with their station single, We Young. Uh, which is a cover, cover of NCT Dream NCT, song. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I actually really enjoyed the song. Uh, it, it's just a, like a really fun, like hip hop based like pop song. Uh, they clearly had a lot of fun doing the music video, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's just a really upbeat, like enjoyable song. Um, I do like when EXO members get to do station singles because they get to do they get to sort of experiment in. Uh, music genres or say, like performance styles that they don't really get to touch um, in just proper EXO. Um, so yeah, I did enjoy this. And I mean, it, uh, both uh, Chanyeol and Sehun are just mainly rappers, so it's cool to see them sort of do some singing in this as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty... Yeah, it's a, it's a lot... I For like Chanyeol and Sehun, I thought it'd be like a like a really like... I thought it'd sound more like a Three Racha song than this. It's just like it's a really super go, super happy-go-lucky, which I do, I do like that. I do like that a- aspect of EXO though, because again, I feel like a lot of the time when it comes to like songs, they always just like gear way towards you too serious and like they just have to like be really super sexy and everything. But I love I love Happy EXO. Like one of my favorite songs is like Unfair or just like 365, all those like really like fun... Like concert songs, so yeah, they definitely just this is definitely an outlet for them. So yeah, they're they're using mm-hmm. Station Zero to like the whole point of why it was made. Yep, exactly. Um, and finally for part one, we have ID's digital single Red. Um, and this is just like piano based jazz, which is awesome because we don't really hear that in K-pop ever. Um, and I really like that type of music. Uh, and her other stuff's been really good too, so I definitely want to look and do more of her stuff. Oh yeah, her voice is tailor-made for a song like this, just this sort of jazzy vibe. Um, yeah, again, I, I, really, I know, like, uh, Rob has really been, like, beating the drum for her music, like, well before we found the, the Japanese song that we covered last, last month, so yeah, I definitely, yep. I'm definitely, uh, she's on our radar now at this point, like, I really want to see her, where she goes with this, because, yeah, she has a really great voice. Yep. Okay, time to go to topic three, which is favorite releases part two, uh, and... Oh, do you have something to say? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, we are starting out with a collaboration between Jen, Neo, and Faye. Oh, wait. I, was, I thought I was going to read it. Chinese digital sing... Oh, crap. Sorry. <laughs> you can read it. I guess okay. we could, I could finish this one, but... Uh, so, yeah. Jen, Neo, and Faye's Chinese digital single, which is a bunch of Chinese Ni that I can read. Bui bui. Oh, God. I, I just totally butchered that. I'm sorry. I, I failed my <laughs> Chinese ancestors, but... That's what I. That's what I, I put it into Google Translate, and that's what it said. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do you want to go, or you want me to go? Um. 
so Jen Neo is a producer from Singapore. He's friends with a lot of uh, uh, like K-pop artists and like American artists or whatever, which is I guess how he has the connections. Um, and Faye, this is a I don't know if this is necessary. I, I don't know if she put out anything after uh, the, um, Fantasy, but this is like the first I've heard of her in like two years, basically. And it's yeah. kind of funny because that that song was well. I think she kind of had to like lay low because she had her she got into a huge scandal after, uh, in regards to like the she kind of pissed off all of Southeast Asia because like China. You know how China claims like some like islands that belong to like the Philippines and like other countries are like they say oh it's Chinese territory and she sort of like made a post like an Instagram post of like the, an image of China and it had like those islands in it. And so like, that's why she kind of like, uh, she got kind of got into a bit of a trouble, but it's cool to see mm-hmm. her come back. Um, it's, it's a lot more, it's a lot more tame than fantasy was. So it's, it's a lot, definitely mm-hmm. a lot more C pop than fan than fantasy was. Uh, so yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of balance. Cause most C pop I've, I've, he- I hear it's just like straight, like ballads, like what they do in Korea. <sighs> But yeah. this, yeah, this has a lot more of an R and B touch, and that's probably on Jen Neal's part because he's a producer. And for being, yeah, for someone from Singapore, I know, I know there's like some like Chinese Singaporeans, but for someone that's not natively uh, Chinese, his Mandarin just sounded pretty good to me. I mean, I couldn't tell <laughs> he he wasn't Chinese, so. Hmm. Yeah, I thought this was a really good R and B debut uh, or d- duet. Sorry. Um. That yeah, this definitely stood out to me in terms of like C pop that I've heard before. Um, obviously I love Faye. I mean, I literally, uh, back behind. Is she still signed to with uh, my... JYP? Yeah, she is still under JYP as far as I know. Okay. So it's just um, like, yeah, she's just doing this like on the, the, the Chinese music on the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah, obviously a huge fan cause I have their signature. <laughs> uh, I got to meet Miss A. Um, and I think they're one of the more underrated groups nowadays because nobody ever talks about them anymore. Yeah, well, because I mean, yeah, just um, they they definitely got Missy kind of got the short end of the stick in comparison to like some of the other groups around their generation. Yeah, so they just kind of well, get yeah, and, and they they got sandwiched between like, Wonder Girls and Twice for yeah. JYP girl groups. Yeah, um, unfortunately, they just never blew up like either of those groups. Um, but they're definitely one of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you're a newer <laughs> K-pop fan and don't know Miss A. Uh, go listen to them because they are amazing. That's they We should put their debut album or or one of their albums on the retro review series. When, oh yeah, definitely. To... I'd love to review Touch. Mm-hmm. Touch is one of my favorite K-pop albums. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay, next up on the list we have G Friend. Uh, the album title, or it's with their Japanese single album Memoria slash some. Uh, kanji character that stands for Time for the Moon Knight, and the single is obviously Memoria, which is I believe their first original uh, Japanese single because they've done they've I, done Jap- they've done Japanese versions of their other songs before, but yeah, I believe this is the first one that they've sort of made as an original song, and I really loved it. Um, maybe it's just because I I love the. So I love when G Friend does like the anime style music, which mm-hmm. it's it it was definitely a good idea to um pair this with uh time for the moon night um 
because yeah, they're very similar songs, and I think they'll do re- very well in Japan. Uh, just th- also another interesting sort of like tidbit: they're signed. Uh, their music is released under King Records, who's the uh, who's the record label that manages um, AKB48. So that's an interesting sort of that's how that, <laughs> that's a pretty big signing for them then for to be the ones that are in charge of uh, G Friends Japanese ac- uh, activities. So uh, as for yeah. the song, yeah, I, I said I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely a lot more mellow, or in terms of in terms of choreography, it's definitely a lot more uh, fluid and elegant than because like G Friend's definitely known for like it's called knife choreography, where it's just like super intense, like all these like crazy hard to do motions in, in comparison to girl, other girl groups. But yeah, this definitely felt a lot more elegant, and definitely this one's also like an anime opening style of thing. So, and also I, I the last time I think I covered a G Friend. Um, Japanese release I praised their Japanese pronunciation and again yet again just really like excellent pronunciation for n- not having a single uh, Japanese member in the group so yeah I, I, I'm really enjoying their Japanese releases so far yeah I thought it was good um it didn't nothing blew me away about it but it it was just a solid G friend style song mixed with like I agree that they definitely added more of an anime influence uh, with like um, just a lot more strings and like a lot more like building, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely still, it just, it felt like a G friend song in Japanese. Um, so, which I like, obviously I love G friends stuff, <laughs> man, but like G friends been killing it this year. Like, honestly, I get like, if you, if you've been a long time listener or watcher of, uh, the day cast, you know, I was, I was so frustrated with G friend last year, but at this point, I, I might have to like I might have to cement buddy status. At this point, it's getting that it's getting that serious. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I didn't expect from going to like not knowing G friend at all to like just being loving everything they release. So, please continue keep up the good work. Definitely Source Entertainment. Next, we have uh, Gilla with the digital single Shimmer. Um, it's just like a, I'm a really big fan of sort of like art pop, like dream pop type songs. Uh, so yeah, I was really drawn to this, especially with the the guitars, super trippy MV. Uh, and I think the guy's wearing like a friggin' like VR headset, like, cause like, it's like a mobile VR headset, but the phone is like the the flap for the phone is like sitting out and it's covering his mouth. And like, he's like the, the phone has like a face where that's actually singing the lyrics instead of like the person actually singing the lyrics, which is actually pretty cool sort of effect. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I love finding these indie, uh, sort of releases, um, as part of release list. Next we have, uh, HQ with, I think that's how you pronounce it. I have no idea. Um, who knows with a digital single, I feel so lucky featuring the K-pop group ACE. So yeah, HQ, I, they might be like a French producer or something like that. I don't know. And no idea. Yeah. So yeah, just, uh, ACE is doing like all the legwork in this basically. Um, they even do choreography with it, with it. It's pretty cool. Cause usually when you, you have Western artist collaborations with K-pop artists, they never do like the collaborate. They never do like the choreography part. It's just usually them singing. And also the entire uh-huh. song's in English. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool that uh, uh, they got to release this. He is French. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His Twitter is based in Paris and his pin tweet is about this song and he's like, Ace's members are from South Korea and I'm from France. Okay. So he's um, definitely, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a dance hall type song, which kind of reminds me of, um, like one dance by Drake. So that's sort of vibe. Uh, and I think it actually worked well, uh, with Ace. Cause I know they're, they're usually known for like the hard style sort of thing, or they've sort of been going, straying away from that to some degree but yeah it's 
there's still a lot of talent here, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. Or it's it's cool to see them getting recognized enough to get to get a, a Western artist collaboration. So I, w- I wonder how this came up. Honestly, that's yeah. I was really, gonna say this really random. This came right? out of literally nowhere. Um, and yeah, like it didn't blow me away, but it was cool to see, and uh, it was cool to see them sing entirely in English. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I have no idea where this came from. Maybe it's because um, they're they're touring around the U.S. So maybe they wanted an English mm-hmm. song to sort of promote, and I mean, like, I've, they went to K Expo, I believe, unless something bad happened with K Expo, because apparently they they changed the venue like last minute, like the day mm-hmm. before they changed the venue. But I think everyone yeah, still went. Odd. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, they were on the they were on the docket for K Expo, and I believe they they have a U.S. tour going on. Um, so yeah, it's probably they wanted a, an English song to help promote uh, their their concert with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still really cool. Really cool. I love how versatile Ace has been. Next, yep. we have uh, Jimin Park, or also known as Jamie Park of 15 and, um, with the mini album Jimin x Jamie, and the title track is April Fools 0401, which is the month and day, and for whatever reason, a song called April Fools was released on... September 4th so I don't know what happened there <laughs> I really don't know what happened there you're, you're a bit you're kind of off I don't know maybe maybe months work differently in Korea but you're kind of off there Jamie um I'm just I'm just happy that she's releasing music because again she had that whole like sort of like rant diatribes thing on uh ASC yeah. where she's just like I'm not getting music I'm a singer sort of thing so I'm glad that yeah. she got to release music um, so good though the rant yeah, I mean, that's just like, go, if, if you never saw it, go just Google I, Jamie Park, ASC, I'm a singer, and you'll find it, and it's like amazing. The, that's, that's up there. I think that rant might be up there with This Is Competition by Jesse, like, in terms of, like, meme ability or just, like, recognizability, so. I yeah. mean, it ended up working in her favor because, hey, she got to release music, and now pe- I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of people that didn't know who Jamie was, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad that she's getting to release music. As for the actual song, uh... I don't know about her, like, the, the hair color threw me off at first, because I've just been normal, I've just been used to seeing her, like, black or brown, but, like, mm-hmm. the, like, with the, like, the ponytail, like, the sort of, like, red-orange-ish, I was like, is that bomb? <laughs> and it, it, yeah. It, and it's kind of fitting, I guess, because she has a really good voice as well, but, um, I'm pretty sure in this music video, she might have killed the guy? No, she definitely killed the guy, and, and he, like, wakes and, uh, up, and, Weekend like, at Bernie's, <laughs> or him, <laughs> yeah. which, I don't know if any, if... Most of our listeners older and more mature, but I was gonna say I feel like most of the K-pop fans have no idea what, what weekend, weekend at Bernie's is. Weekend but at Bernie's, they kill a dude and they have to go the entire weekend and, and then they he's pretend alive. that he's alive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, this is it's, it's, it, that's a comedy. This seems pretty serious, but I, I'm, yes. I'm just I'm just really happy that she for her that she's getting to release music. So hopefully she'll get more. Hmm. Uh, next up, we have uh, one of my personal favorite um, male solo artists of the year, Joo Young, uh, with the digital single "In." Um, I didn't get to touch on him uh, on his music uh, as much as I wanted to. I believe because uh, his last release uh, or his last mini album, Phantom, I enjoyed. Like I, I'm like his last mini album, we didn't review, but I might nominate it for one of our uh, like album or one of our. I might nominate him on. To, the end of the year release list because I loved his music so much, and mm-hmm. yeah, this is more of the same, I guess, or um, maybe a bit more happy <laughs> because uh, a lot of his stuff is just like really like kind of like melancholy. Whereas this, I guess, sounds a bit more like optimistic in a way. But it definitely still fills that like sort of like lo-fi hip hop R and B space mm-hmm. that 
normally we'd be getting Dean in, but Dean hasn't really put out anything, honestly, in all year. So it's, I guess, good on him for to sort of like put his name out there. Um, yeah, honestly, it just, I, I've, I've enjoyed everything he's put out so far. And I, I don't know how much traction he's been gaining because, I mean, he's under Starship, but I believe the reason why he started putting on music again is because he was away uh, for military service and just started coming back again. So, yeah. I mean, I, I hope, yeah, I really hope he continues to do well because I've been enjoying all of his music all year. Next up, we got the group called Kitten Girls, their debut digital wow. single, You, Me, Us. Uh I, I just wanted to like touch on this because they, uh, their concept is is basically copying Tiny G, where they're all short, they're all like under 160 centimeters, something like that, um, and also they were they debuted. They, it, I think all the members are Korean, but they're signed to a Chinese company, so they debuted as a trio in China, and then they redebuted in Korea, but they added another member. I it's so confusing, but who I mean, knows? The song isn't all too special. It's just a really weird. Um, sort of debut because they released the song in Korean, Chinese, Japanese, and English, but they pulled the they pulled the uh, YG where they just it was just a Korean music video and then they just overdubbed the the other English the like the other language versions over it. So I don't know. It was just a really interesting um group that came out of this. Yeah. Next up, we have um two of the uh forty eight group sister groups. First uh up is NGT forty eight with their God, was this like their fourth group, fourth uh, single, which is called? Don't ask me. The, t- <laughs> the title track is "Sekai no Hitoe," which is like I think to the people of the world. It's like Sekai is like world, and Hito is like people. So I think they're addressing the people of the world, which is why I think they filmed this in Russia of all places. I don't it's, know. The music video is so weird. You know, there's a there's a there's a story music video where I think the girl like the, the Russian girl that she's that Ogiyuka is dancing with at the end is like a fan of them and then her dad's like, no you can't be a fan of Japanese idol groups and then she's like, fuck you, I want to be a Japanese I I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know Russian and the subtitles aren't Japanese. So I, I'm really at a loss at this point. Um this is actually like the, my first uh exposure to NGT or like when they're releasing music currently um so if you uh watched uh, produce 48 you're gonna recognize uh Yamada Noe and Hasekawarana um in the video and the center of this is Ogino Yuka who I am falling so much in love with because she's incredible and she has um I know she's super popular she's really popular she's I think she's only been in um, the system for like a, like a year, like a couple of years, like two or three years maybe, and she she was number four on the Sosenkyo. That's 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 unheard of, basically, just to, to get that popular that quickly. So, yeah, mm. they're, they're definitely they're definitely gonna take advantage of that by having her as center. Uh, the actual song kind of reminded me of Coldplay, just because like the string instruments. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like Viva La Vida. <laughs> it does. It sounds like it's so weird. It's, everything about this song, just I would, just didn't know what to handle with it. No, I really enjoyed this song, though. I really enjoyed it, though. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it, because I, I really had no exposure to NGT, NGT48 before this, so... Um, I like their... And I like their outfits, uh, too, just, like, the trench coat dress things and um, the choreography and everything. So, yeah, it was really well done. I, I'm i a crazy person, and I bought two versions of this. 
because I want the I want the cover with no IP on it, and I want the I want the actual like single sort of thing. So yeah, um, the next one I'm even more of a crazy person because I bought four versions of it, which is NMV48's nineteenth uh, single, Bokutate uh, Naichao Yo. I can't remember the translation for it. Um, NMB48, uh, if you, uh, again, if you watch Produce 48, you're going to recognize uh, Shiramamiru, Murase Sae, uh, God, oh God, Kato, Kato Yuka, I believe, and Nike Kokoro. Yeah. Um, the main reason I wanted to bring this up is because it's a, this is a goodbye song or a graduation song for my Oshimen. My one true, my one true bias in all of the forty-eight group, uh, Yamamoto Saika, also known as Sayane. So yeah, she's been basically like the patriarch, or like the matriarch, or like the 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 one like that you are sort patriarch. of. She's she no she really she 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 hard carried this group like so much, mm-hmm. and yeah, to see her graduate is kind of kind of sad. But yeah, it, I'm glad that they went with a happy song as opposed to like a really like sad emotional song, and um, just. They don't always do put like every member of the group in it, but it's a special sort of situation. So they have a senbatsu where like they have like the like the people who are performing on the, the music shows and everything, and then for the music video they just had like everyone else's backup dancers. So yeah, because they they wanted to really like, they went all out for um, Sayane's goodbye, and like they had like clips of her when she's younger and everything. Uh, and with the, all the members, they could do like all these. They could spell out NMV forty eight, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's just. It's just really, um, I guess, bittersweet because obviously she's she's my Oshi, so I'm I'm sad to see her leave, but I'm glad that they gave her a fitting goodbye, and it's it's cool to see like people like Miru, um, sort of get spotlight in this because she really is like the sort of next generation of leader when it comes to NMB48. So I'm really excited to see where this group goes, and that's why I bought four versions because I have I have so many people I like in this group, and I literally it's literally like close to a hundred dollars <laughs> buying every single version, but. I'm insane. Mm-hmm. You are. <laughs> I know. Uh, next up, we have two groups called One We and One Us with their pre-debut single. Uh, the 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 single album is called, or the album is called I Shall, or no, the show is called I Shall Debut. That's why it's called I Shall Debut. It's like the, um, it's part of a reality show or survival show sort of thing. Um, and the song is called Last Song. So. One We and One Us are two groups under RBW. Um, One We debuted in 2015 as a group called MAS0094. I have no idea if that's I'm saying that right, or just MAS or MAS. Um, and then there's just sort of, they're basically kind of trying to copy what um, YG did with uh, Winner and Icon, but um, instead of making them compete against each other, I believe. One We is a band, whereas One Us is a dance group. So they're not gonna, they're not gonna like sort of, um, they're not gonna cannibalize each other's markets. It's an interesting sort of take on it. Yeah. Uh, if you One Us has members from Produce One Hundred One, season two of Produce One Hundred One, and Mix Nine, so they're definitely gonna have some sort of hype behind them. Um, and I mean, obviously, they're gonna have a lot of expectations being from RBW, so they have to be really good vocally. So I mean, yeah, like the song obviously wasn't too special, but it's an interesting, it's an interesting debut concept to do to do a reality show for one band, a band, and a like an idol like dance group. So it'll be interesting to see where they'll take it. Yeah, um, and I actually I like the song a lot. Um, it was just like a style. It was very like day six, like sentimental yeah, yeah. pop rock. That's probably what that's probably what one we's gonna go for. I'm guessing like the that style of like rock music. 
because I, I yeah. don't know what they I don't know what they did before as like their the previous name, but I'm guessing that's what they're going for. So if this is their uh, pre debut song, yeah, yeah, I thought this was really good. Uh, next up, we have uh, Park Bottom with the digital single "One More Shot." Uh, I, I, I keep hearing her name on the releases list all the time, but I just never got the time to like look, look into her. her. Yeah, I look into her music more, but uh, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this. Like, she has a really nice voice. Um, I'm obviously a, a huge fan of anything lo-fi in terms of like music or visuals. So it's got this whole like uh like really like bad like '90s computer UI with like really like pixelated video. It looks it looks like a Genesis game basically, <laughs> um, sort mm-hmm. of effect going on. So yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I definitely need to uh, take a deep dive into her discography more. Uh, next up we have Pentagon. Uh, with the mini album Thumbs Up, the title track is called Naughty Boy. I'm guessing they're talking about Edon. <laughs> you, know, you know what sucks? I doubt it, but... What? He produced, like, almost all of the, the, the mini album, but he couldn't get to participate in any of the music. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure he, like, was involved in the writing process for the song, and he can't even sing it himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I don't have much to say on the actual song. It's just a really shitty situation what he's going through, honestly. Yeah. And to close out my section, it we have uh, PLT, also known as Planetarium Records, with the digital single "Egoholic." So everyone's sleeping on freaking Planetarium Records, and I don't know why because they're even though they're like. They're on doing their own thing, and like they're not really like a, they're not really an idol group. It's just a bunch of uh, solo um, artists just doing collective music every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I think they're like going toe to toe with like the really like big like hip hop and R and B artists, like on like a Zico or like a Dean. Like I think they're like in terms of their production, especially they're really giving them a run for their their money, honestly, because. Whenever they whenever they come together to do these uh, these PLT songs, they're just incredible, and it's cool how because they all come from like different sort of styles of music. Like uh, Gaho did. Remember that like really like crazy like ballad where he like with like the crazy like high notes and everything um, that we mm-hmm. covered. Um, I don't know. If, I forget the name of the song, but it was it was an incredible ballad. And then you have like Villain, who does like sort of more trap music, and then you have uh, like all these other members that sort of just delve into dis- different aspects but they whenever they bring it together it's just incredible so i'm real like cooper and i are the ones that are basically just like really like beating the drum for plt and yeah this song is no mm. exception because i and this really was their breakout year because they've been doing their music for a while um like as as uh the planetarium records collective but man this is they really took it to another level this year yeah okay on to topic four, which is favorite releases part three, um, and we're starting out with Purple, uh, which is sub subunit. <laughs> Bless you, excuse me. Um, which is a subunit uh, in their digital single Memeya. Um, and I thought this was awesome. It, like a great eighty synth influenced uh, pop song. Um, yeah, I just thought this was a really good song. I definitely want to check out more. Or I hope they get more. They definitely went for like a 
orange caramel kind of style. At yeah, least definitely. Video. Yo, you could definitely um, tell they're, they're trying to go. They're trying to dial up the weird factor. Just like just even yeah. in song choice, like just doing like a almost freaking Eurobeat style, like yeah, 80s, 90s pop song or like, uh, yep. like, like, like disco almost to some degree. So yeah, you mentioned that they're a, a subunit. Apparently, they're a subunit of a group called Hashtag. I've yep. never heard of them, honestly. And well, I've you, never... we covered them. I actually, oh really, we covered them, and I liked it so much I bought their single. Oh um, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I was like, who the yeah, hell is Hashtag? <laughs> no, yeah, they're they're a girl group. Um, I mean, it wasn't anything like to blow you away, but I did like their song a lot. Okay, yeah, um, I mean, I enjoy this so. one too. Obviously, I'm. I'm a huge fan of anything like 80s, 90s, and especially anything that kind of sounds like Eurobeat. So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, you'll remember there's uh, single was Hue, but it was it was just the the circle symbol, which is literally has no sound. Oh, okay. In Korean, um, you might that might ring a bell, yeah. but if it doesn't, um, but no, yeah, that that song I like that song a lot actually. Um, so I was happy that they had the subunit. It turned out well too. Mm, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on them. Yep. Uh, next, I, this is Andrew. <laughs> I'm not. I, you just go. I'm not even gonna. I refuse next, to talk about we it. We have um, our K-pop, which is the Reddit, uh, the the K-pop subreddit, doing a cover of Red Flavor by Red Velvet. And my quote, I have to say, is: Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? <laughs> oh boy. Um that being said, uh I mean like it's not as bad as when 4chan uh the anime um 4chan board uh, sings anime openings cuz some people can't even sing there. At least all of them um are mildly on uh on tune and on key. And like maybe like some of them are like all over the place like pop it's like all over the place in terms of like the timing and everything but it wasn't that bad it's like and I think these projects are kind of pretty cool uh, mm-hmm. just to see like how many people are able to submit it and I'll just put this out there right now I know like some uh, one of the one of the mods of uh, Pop follows us Tucker uh, on Twitter mm-hmm. so uh, I'm putting my I'm throwing my name in the ring next song I'll, I'll probably do it if I know it well I think I actually just saw a post on their. Reddit what is that it? The de- deadline for Lucifer ends soon. Oh, it's Lucifer. It's Halloween. Well, it's Halloween. Oh, okay. Well, I, if I can get it in, I'll see. But if if not, I'll try to do the next one because um, I I'll need, I need to practice. Close Monday, October eighth. Okay. I have oh, no. I don't think I can do it in a week. Extended. I don't think I have it. I I can do it in a week, but I'll I'll try to do the next one because these they're still pretty cool. They're still pretty fun, and I'll never re- I'll never release like the track on its oh my my recording on its own. No way in hell. But I'll definitely. I, I just want to say I, I participated in a co- K-pop cover project like this. Okay, moving on to real songs. Hey, uh, <laughs> we have we have Rocket Girls uh, mini album. Some, Some Chinese, Chinese character. character. It's the same. Uh, with it's the, the title s- track light. It's the same mini album that uh, they released the rest of their music on. It's just they didn't release a music video yeah. until now. Yep, for this song. Yeah, so there's a music video for light. Um, this is definitely the best song they've put out in my opinion. Um, it's more of like an innocent, uh, like sentimental type song. Um, and it's like really good. I it finally showcases like. Their vocal talents because they yeah. they got a lot lot of good vocalists out of this show, um, and this shows it off. Yeah, I also Stan Zini. 
<laughs> Wait, who's the one that you hate? Chow? Uh, Which Chow, one do you hate? Chow Yu's. Chow Yu is just garbage. Like, <laughs> she's so bad. Like, sh- there's no reason she should have ever made this group. Like, like think about how upset we were with Produce 48 and, and multiply that Hye-won. by like 100. Okay, so it's, it's, it's like, even worse than like a Hyewon. It's or like way a, worse. Like a, a Cheyun uh, Daya. It's uh, way, Daya way worse. Okay. So like it was it was really bad. Yeah, we'll get we'll we're, she, we're, we're, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. We're, so. oh, I'm going to watch it again. Or so I'll get I'll, I'll I'll gain your hatred definitely, but 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 the song the song's really good. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I really don't have any exposure to Rocket Girls whatsoever because I haven't finished uh just one with China, but yeah, this again, we just uh, most of the time we kind of have an aversion to C-pop just cuz it's really different, but I enjoyed this. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed this cuz maybe just cuz it it, it it kind of sounds like older, like K-pop girl group ballads in a way. So it's yeah, it definitely got a really nostalgic kind of tinge to it. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really don't. If they haven't, if they're just constantly like releasing singles from like the same mini album, I don't know if they're gonna release a new. Are we getting new music mm-hmm. from Rocker Girls, or is is that just still up in the uh, air? No, I think that I think we should be okay. Because that why they, um, they that's why they that's why they stole that's why they stole. Yeah, I think they 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 had like a two two and a half year contract or something. So. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I, I hopefully by then I'll be able to watch it. So I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye on them because I did enjoy this. Yep. Okay, uh, now starts the SM portion of the, <laughs> the topic. <laughs> where almost I literally like I think seventy five percent of the oh, songs yeah. are SM. Yeah, like uh, more than yeah, more than half of the songs for this segment are SM. Um, but yeah, next we have uh, the station single with Soli, uh, Shinbi, Chunga, and Soyeon. Um, wow thing. Uh, and Wow. It's weird because they killed it, and I really like the song, but I have two major issues. What? One, what the hell was up with Chunga's pants? It's um, fashion, man. It's fashion. No, it's not fashion. Hey, it's hey, garbage. It's like, hey, you can't decide if you want to wear shorts or pants. Just have like a just, just have like suspender thing. <laughs> yeah, just cut out the middle of your pants. Oh no, he's just like it's probably sus- like it's probably like a button thing. He's like, hey, I feel like wearing shorts today, so like off comes the off comes the bottom portion. And then um, you have like so like this group dance skills are so good, and the choreo was not taking advantage of that at all. I thought it was okay. Um, well, it was good. The choreo was good, but it just could have been much more intense. I feel like or I'm just, just surpri- more, I'm just surprised they did choreo because a lot most station singles don't or when they were collaborating with other artists, it's just a song. It's never really anything mm-hmm. choreographed. So I'm just surprised that they were able. To, and you, yeah, but this you, is like a girl group, like so. But the thing, you you got to admit that they're they probably it's probably the best they could do in term uh, when you consider like how busy every person yeah, in this yeah. group is just they doing have to learn the choreo th- yeah, and stuff yeah. it can't be too crazy but i mean uh like i'm i'm well documented as being a huge fan of r&b especially from the 90s so this song is just right up the alley of Chang'a and Solgi. Um, mm-hmm. Soyeon fits very well into this again. Like I don't think usually when these with these huge collaborations, you're just the 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 big fear is like, oops, one of them is gonna get shafted or one of them is just gonna get overshadowed. But they all equally shine in this so well. I really, yeah, yeah. I really, and just 
when you consider the amount of talent in this one group, it's just incredible how this. I really want to know how this came around. Like, are they all friends, or like, is just like did somebody suggest? I have this? no idea. I've never heard of any of them interacting, <laughs> but who knows? But uh, I mean, I'm not complaining with like. This is like, like this is like two, like half of this is like your biases, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's just really cool. Like, I, I keep stating, like, I want this to be like a permanent or like a girl group that does something recurringly. Like, it doesn't, they don't have to like leave all of their other groups. But I'd say mm-hmm. the if there was a person, one person that really shined for me, it's Shinbi because again, G Friend songs are nothing like this, and she did so well. Yeah. And when you consider that she recently dislocated her shoulder um, at a concert in Manila, for her to still, I don't know if they was this was filmed before or after that, but she still managed to do the choreography very well. And again, it she fit it so perfectly despite G Friend doing completely a different style of music. So I'm. Oh man, like this might be like the greatest girl group collab of the year, honestly. Which sucks because I'm just like, oh, oh. definitely. I'm just like, oh wait, uh, selfish with Sogi and Winville and like all these Moonville. other songs and like, oh, it's so hard. Nope. There's there's too many good there's too many good collabs. But the thing is, though, this one's just like, this one just has way too much. This is an OP. Like this need this group needs a nerf. Basically, it's too overpowered. You can't have this this many good like yeah. performers and dancers and singers all in one group, but. I'm super mm-hmm. happy with this. It, it it definitely lived up to its expectations. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Shiny with the repackaged full-length album, The Story of Light Epilogue, uh, with the title track Countless. Uh, so, yeah, this is a repackage of The Story of Light, part one through three, <coughs> just all in one, plus a new single. Um, and, yeah, the Shiny, like, can't literally put out bad music. Like, this is just another funky, amazing... No, they can't. They can't. Uh... <laughs> This is just another great, funky, like amazing vocal filled pop song. I loved it. Yeah, uh, they were messing around with uh, the tropical sort of vibe on the whole, on the entirety of the Story of Light um, sort yeah. of project. So yeah, that's it's a lot more of that. I'm, I'm obviously I'm a huge sucker for like vocal chopping. So mm-hmm. despite it being tropical, um, and the the one touch I really love, it's why I screenshotted it, is when they do the chorus. One, the group v- vocals, like no other group can do, like the group vocals that they uh, that Shiny does. And the other thing I love is that because since they're all singing, there's this really cool like circling camera effect where it's just like going around. They're all st- all the members are standing in a circle and they're all singing, and like the camera just following them around. So yeah, it's just really like the notion of that. Yeah, like pretty much everyone in this everyone in this group is just incredible vocally so I'm, I'm glad in shiny like they they, they they never squander that talent whatsoever they always give every member a, ch- a chance to shine vocally yeah uh next is snsd's new subunit ogg with the debut single album lil touch which i have this tiny weird ass version of because it's the only <laughs> physical copy what wait i, didn't, I, I got a kino it's a kino kit um Oh, That's, I need to buy they didn't that. Put out, they didn't put out a real yeah, like, physical it's a album, singer, right? So. But they put out a Kino kit for it, so I bought one of these garbage piece of craps, but I have it. It comes with a pack of photo cards, actually. It was pretty cool. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take like, it. Since, there, since there's no photo book, it just comes with like 20 photo cards, um, which is I'll take cool. it easily. This is some of like, my favorite um, freaking like concept and outfits of any... 
any social group, period, period. Like, even considering, like, main group and TTS. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was amazing. Um, it's not, not what I expected at all, um, but it worked out really well. Uh, and, yeah, the styling on it's, like, insane. Um, everything about it's great, except for the fact that there's no physical album. Except for the fact that this was just a single. Like, what the hell? You're telling me well, that there's yeah. more, there's new Soshi and you're not giving us more than just this song? Really? Yeah, it should have been a mini album and <sighs> it should have been released physically. Um, the real, are hi- the real highlight besides all of them <laughs> in this was definitely Sunny because I've just, I've been a huge proponent of Sunny's a great singer and she just gets overshadowed. Oh, yeah. She's, she's constantly just been overshadowed by TTS and Jessica when it comes to like the history of Soshi. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. This, she, de- she, I love that she gets a lot of like singing. She gets to do the chorus in this, which I don't think I've ever seen her do before to my, to my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I knew when, <clears throat> when, uh, Ta- or when Tiffany Soyeon and Young announced they were leaving, that was the first thing I thought was like, if SNSD does music as five, like that's a really good for Sunny because she can yeah. finally shine as a vocalist. Yeah, and she's yeah, like I said, she's super underrated. Like one of the songs, she- there's a there's a OST song that she did which I just love again because Sunny's just known for like being like the 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 one that's related to like the <laughs> the one that's related to Isuman besides being like the visual sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. no, she's. She's she's one of my favorite singers in a group that's stacked with singers. Um, but I mean, it's not necessarily a direction that I was surprised at. It's just I'm really happy that they went in this direction because I'm glad that they're keeping all of like main Soshi and TTS as separate entities, and they're not trying to emulate the sound of either one. Because I'm like I like that this is its own thing. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely something that they can uh, iterate upon, definitely, and. I don't like, like just the lead up to this and like the actual release of the video and everything and like the outfits. I'm at this point. I'm just like I. I need to give up. I need to give up and just admit that like Taeyeon's my ultimate bias at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. it's weird because like I have like other biases in Sochi, but at this point, just like Taeyeon yeah. is just like it, like the complete thing uh, package. And I'm just like I'm at I'm I'm at the mercy of Taeyeon at this point. <laughs> My favorite yeah. album of hers is a goddamn Christmas album, so obviously well, she's going to be my person, ultimate. So. <laughs> uh. um, okay, next we have Sori from Coco Sori's debut digital single, Touch, featuring Basic. Um, and you can Yikes. get into this, and I'll, I'll just add my comments. Okay, so um, if you watched our uh, favorite... Uh, K-pop songs of August 2018, last month. Um, you might have noticed that uh, Coco, Sori's partner in crime in Coco Sori, uh, Coco, released her own um, solo single. Um, I believe she, and to my knowledge, she funded and produced that and released that all on her own. Well, well, it was or it was with, make starred. Yeah, make starred. Yeah, so she had to fundraise it. Then yeah. a week or two later, Sori releases this and it's fully funded and it's promoted high budget, by the promoted. company that yeah the, the company that they work for basically paid all the expenses so it, we've yeah we've got ourselves a huge mess here um and because Coco does a lot of Twitch streaming um because she's a friend with a lot of like Twitch like famous like Twitch streamers for like 
like PUBG and like League and that sort of thing. So she's starting yeah, like to do Korean that. Streamers. Yeah. And on her one of her live streams, somebody asked like, "Oh, did you know about um, Sorry releasing a song?" And she said. She was, yeah, she was really honest and said, like, yeah, like, the company did not inform me at all, or they kept her in the dark entirely, and she, she definitely seemed bitter about it, because, like, she had to basically do, her, Coco had to do it all on her own, whereas Sori... Yeah, I was reading that, like, yeah. her friends helped film the music video, yeah, yeah. and, like help produce the song, and yeah, it was make start, and if you go to the... If you go to the uh, YouTube channel, like, she it has a teaser and then the music video, but then this song, Touch, has, like, literally, like, ten behind-the-scenes videos and just all this promotion, and it was actually promoted on music shows where mm. Coco's song wasn't. Um, and it was just some... Yeah, it's just complete... It's, it's very obvious that the company really only cared about Sori's comeback oh, because Sori was on Real Girls Real Girls Project um also known as Idol Master and she was on Mix 9 or the unit I forget which one she was on she was on mm-hmm. one of those which is she was on one of those survival shows and ended up being more pop I think no I think you know one might have jo- um joined Mix 9 and the other one might have joined or the unit or something like that they def but I know they were cuz I remember cuz I follow Coco uh, uh or I follow her YouTube channel and I remember mm-hmm. seeing something about auditions so uh, and at the uh basically she was at the point where on the Twitch stream where she had to like put up like an away message and you could kind of hear her crying like off camera and, and at this point it's pretty clear that Coco wants out of uh, the industry at this point. Like, yeah, yeah, she wants to lean into streaming. Yeah, because I mean, getting treated like this is definitely like, it put anyone over oh, yeah. the edge. Honestly, like she doesn't deserve like she doesn't deserve that at all. And I mean, I yeah, say this total as, BS. I say this as someone that really loves um, that loves Coco Sori and Sori as well. I mean, like I, I don't take all of this like anger or just like messy situation as us hating Sori in any way. Um, I, I doubt she had, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure her hands were tied to some degree, but yeah, just, I, I feel really bad for Coco, but I mean, I, I, I totally understand if she wants out at this point, cause nobody deserves to be treated like this. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we barely talked about the actual song itself. I was I say, mean, yeah. Did you yeah, enjoy it? It was okay. It was, uh, the song's okay. Music video is super overly sexual. Yeah, I know. It um, did not need to be. I mean, I. I think that's kind I of mean, the that's the appeal of of sorry though like yeah that's what they're going for they're like like yeah, if you, like if, sex you see, appeal. if you see if you if you see like the stuff she puts out on like Instagram and like some of the videos like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you know what they're going for here like it's it's they it's pretty obvious so I mean that's they probably saw more marketability in that where I feel like Coco's a lot yeah. more innocent <laughs> you know you're like no looting yeah, Coco yeah. no looting her she's too um, precious uh, but yeah. yeah so like that that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, the song's it, okay. Like it didn't blow me away or anything. Yeah, no, it, it, like it's just too distracting. It's just it, like Jacob mentioned mm-hmm. this before with another song last month, where it's just too. You're, you're basically it's to the detriment of the actual musical piece, where it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. sexy girl in a bikini that's stripping yep. in front of you. I'm just like, let me listen to the goddamn song and stop attacking my eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not gonna lie, freaking story's hot, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I don't know. It's 
It I always st- just feels cheap in a music video. Yeah, no, we need to. We, we, we're we're enlightened music enthusiasts. We need substance with our sexiness. <laughs> yeah, we need substance in our K-pop. Uh, um. Okay, let's move on to Super Junior, another SM artist. Uh, their pre-release single, Animals. Um, another Latin-inspired song. Literally, all I have to say, Despacito 3. This is literally Despacito 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And also, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryowok, uh, I believe, is taking yeah, part Ryo-Wok. in this. Yeah, because he came... Like, yeah, literally... Back. He literally, like, the, the, the second he was done, it's just like, all right, you're back in Suju. It's like... <laughs> well, they literally picked him up on Super TV. Um, <laughs> like, they literally... And then he went on they, vacation they, with them. They picked him so, up from the army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were that's there so for funny. his... When he left. Oh, that's adorable. Um, they hung, and they filmed it and, like, hung out with his fans, and then they drove to the airport and went on vacation. Oh, that's... So, a, I'm glad they, they, they're well, still... Well, Vacation because it was part of Super TV. Yeah, but um, I'm glad that they're still all still friends even after all these years. Because damn man, Suju has been around for God knows. There's yeah, it was, it was uh, it's been 12 years now. Yo, there's there's K-pop fans that are younger than Suju. Their K-pop oh, fans yeah, are born after. There are idols that are younger than Suju. Oh my God, why? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe not. But no, there's probably some 11 year olds soon. There, there's definitely some 11 year old trainees out there. Oh God, that's gonna. Be oh, there's so definitely weird. trainees. I don't know if there's debuted idols. But we're getting there. It'll only be a few years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next, another SM artist. We have Taemin from Shiny's Japanese single album, Eclipse. And holy crap, it's so good. It's yes. Taemin, like, EDM, and it's amazing, and I want more of it. Like, I heard this song, because it came out of nowhere. Like, there's no promotion. I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, there's and no music I, there, video or anything. Just There's no music clips. video. It just released on Spotify, and I listened to it, and I was like, what the hell? This is amazing. Like, why isn't this a full release? And like, I don't know. I just I want more of it. Yeah, I know. And just I know how popular Taemin is, uh, and like all of uh, Shiny is. So I'm really happy that you got to release this in, yeah. in Japan. And yeah, oh man, just I'm in love with the instrumental completely. I mean, obviously I'm any I'm a huge fan of anything electro pop or like house. And yep. It, it it sounds like a collaboration that he you'd normally get with like a DJ or something like with that. With a DJ, it, yeah, exactly. It, but it's just him and it's just him or whoever's producing for him. So whoever's produce whoever produced this song for him, do more of it. Do an entire album of this. I will buy it yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah, exactly. And with like freaking Timmin like level choreography, you kidding me? That'd be like the greatest yeah. album. Yeah, Holy that's sh- what the song needs, choreo. Oh. Man, I'm, not, um, I'm getting myself too hyped because we're never gonna get it. <laughs> no, 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 we won't. <laughs> Damn it's it. not happening. But God, why are they? Why is uh, uh, why are K-pop artists releasing music in Japan so weird? They like barely promote it like this. Come on. Yeah. Also, it's a cover of the Kim Lip song. Yeah, it's a cover of Kim Lip um, song. He, yo, Taemin would kill that song. No, no lie. He'd <laughs> yeah, kill he it. He would. He would. Um, okay, moving on to the boys' single album, The Sphere, with the title track right here. Um, this is just another amazing song from them. They're like three out of three for comebacks. Like they haven't put out anything bad yet. Like they technically debuted in 2017, but we did um, Truly Devac Awards before they debuted. So we need to sneak them into like the best new artist. Oh, they're definitely getting nominated. Like, literally every single, rookie. every single we've lost. Like, like because again we we're obviously They're so good. We're obviously very biased towards girl groups just because that's like what we grew it like or listen to primarily. But like literally like it, so 
don't take this lightly when we say that like a, a, every single from a boy group that just like a new boy group especially has impressed us. So like that's that, that's the yeah that's the magnitude of that statement right there. Of, well, yeah, of how and, much we love and the it's boys. happened a lot this year because we have Stray Kids and O and F as well, yeah. both of which have only put out like amazing songs. Like I, I don't know I what's really, going on this year. Yeah, I don't know what they're putting in the water uh, over there, but oh my god, it's like. Like the thing I really have to compare, like they're they're basically like the like they're basically like a this generation seventeen. Like they have a lot of members. Mm-hmm. They do a great job of just all the formations that they use because they have like 13, 14 members or whatever. So it's a lot of people to work with. Yeah, they do it so well, and like the style of music that they do is just very reminiscent of early of early seventeen. So you know, yeah, like they oh my god, like this is a group that da- I this is a group I need to see this is a group I need to see like either whenever we go to Korea or if they um, come here to the US like I feel like there definitely seems like there's a lot of hype like, they have this, this this shit has 10 million views they, they debuted less mm-hmm. than a year ago and they have 10 million views and they're not under like a they're not under one of the big three or they're not BTS so that that definitely says something that's the power of, and the, the boys might be the most popular like of the of like the produce, because again they they were on uh, they had members on Produce One Hundred One and Show Me the Money, so this might be mm-hmm. the, easily like the most popular of all the groups to come out of uh, uh, Produce One Hundred One. So yeah, they yeah. I, 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 they only have an upward trajectory at this point. I love everything they do. Yeah, I agree. Oh, um, yeah, it's just so good. The instrumentals are just amazing. <laughs> hey, hey, and you then, think yeah, we, the, like you, you said, the choreo and everything. You think we'd get tired of it? Because I mean, like this, it, it's it's kind of similar in sound to get to the, giddy up, but yeah, it's just there's just no. something so fresh about what they do, what they bring to the table, and I, I'm yep. glad that they're getting the recognition for it. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on to the volunteers, um, which uh, contains Bakiaren of Fifteen and. Um, their mini album Vanity and People with the title track Sad or S A D. Oh man. Um yeah, I'll <laughs> let you go first because you picked it. So I was looking through like the releases list as I do, and I hear this like, ooh, this is like alt rock, like indie rock sort of thing, and I l- love this type of music. This is like the uh, this is the kind of the music I listen to outside of K pop. And then I look at the actual like Reddit thread, it says featuring Beckyedin. I was like, wait, what? He's like, what? Because I, I saw it, I was like, ooh, I love girl-led bands, but I never realized until, like, afterwards it was Becky Eden, um playing the guitar and doing the vocals for this. So I was just blown away. Like, man, she's been on a roll lately. Because remember that uh, that's sort of the Japanese cover song that she did earlier this year? I love that. I love this group. Mm-hmm. I love how versatile she is. I'm glad she's still making music despite 15 and not really doing anything. Is she still a part of... JYP or no? I have no idea. I don't think so I mean, at this point. Heard anything? Yeah, I highly doubt it. Because I mean, if she's doing stuff on her own like this, like probably not. But yeah. man, I really, I really enjoy this project. And even if it ends up being like a sort of side thing to her main like solo music, I oh man, I, I want more of it. I want more of it, and I want more people to know about it because Becky Eden's vocals are incredible. Even though, like, the English lyrics are weird and, like, she curses a lot or whatever. It's just, oh, I love everything about this song. No, yeah, it really surprised me. I really like her voice for this type of, like, alt-rock. Um, yeah, I agree, like, the lyrics are weird and stuff, but, like, it, and I don't know why it had to be in English, but 
the song is really good and yeah her voice is amazing for it yeah and she's super talented because she's she's an idol she's an idol she was in an idol group she did produces her own like sort of like music and everything she's in a band and that sort of stuff so yeah, there's yep. just there's just too much talent here to be wasted right now. So please, everyone, listen to listen to Bickhead's music so she can get more of it. Hmm. Um. Next, we have the last of our SM related releases for this topic. <laughs> uh, we have Tiffany Young's digital single "Teach You." Um. And short hair Tiffany is best Tiffany. That's all I need to say. Mm, I I like the long hair Tiffany is just like super like like. Uh, like with the 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 pictures that she has in her um the the because this is a collaboration with H and M I believe, um, mm-hmm. the 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 H and M photos or the when she went to like Scotland or something like that and she's just surrounded by sheep like I love long hair Tiffany like that so, but mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the actual song not just Tiffany? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm asking. No, you. yeah, uh, the yeah. song itself I thought's great. Um, I don't know if I like it better. Then over my skin, I can't decide. They're both yeah. really good, though. Yeah, they're both solid. And the, my takeaway from this is that she definitely, her influence is definitely worn on her sleeve. She's definitely influenced a lot by like the, the like female singer songwriter, uh, soloist artists that um, sort of blew up in here over here in the West. And the one I I really sort of got a direct or overt influence, uh, felt an overt influence from was, uh, Kimbra. Just, like, sort of just, like, really, like, sassy, like, jazzy voice to some degree. Um, I love Mm -hmm. how, like, the instrumentals are really busy. Um, like, during, like, the, the verses, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, doom, doom, like, there's a lot of these, like, really, like, weird, like, synth sounds going on in the background, but I love how the chorus sort of, like, strips back the instrumentals, and it's, mo- it's, most of it's just, like, Tiffany's voice and, like, the, the background harmonies, um, carrying the song, and that's, that's how good of a singer yep. she is, where she doesn't necessarily need a strong or a busy instrumentals to sort of carry the song in this sort of way, and, yeah, she's two for two so far, and yep. obviously we. I, I have to give shout outs to like my. I was gonna say my, cameos. My cam my 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 Soshi Bay in Suyong and then Hyoyeon as well. So it's it's pretty cool that yep. she's still she's still in touch with the rest of them. Yeah, yeah it was funny because uh, she posted on Instagram before like cameos. Guess who it is? And it was the back of their heads, and it was like blonde and uh, brown haired. Um, and so we like made the joke it was TTS. Um, yeah. Original TTS. Like Soyeon had dark hair, Taeyeon was blonde, and Tiffany mm. had the red hair. Yeah. Um, but um, like then, yeah, she revealed it was Soyeon and Hyoyeon, and we're like, eh, we were close. <laughs> we got the other I'm a couple other members I'm happy. of SOSC. I, I, I got my, I yeah. got my other Soshi bias, so. Yeah, there, I mean, there's no way that eventually, like, eventually that she will release a song with either collaborating with them or with them in the music video. Like, Of course, I of wouldn't course. be surprised if eventually every SNSD member is in a Tiffany Oh, definitely. Uh, that's music the, video. Oh, maybe except for Jessica, but... <laughs> well, yeah. But um, that's another story. Yep. Uh, and finally, rounding out the night, we have Very Very's now Very Very OST with the title track "Super Special," I don't understand how this is an OST. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I have no yeah. idea. Um, God, but this is uh, 
this is the new uh, Jellyfish Boy group. So they are like the they are like Vix. I know I can't say Vic. They're not Vix Junior because they're way different. Like they, I'm, and that's mm-hmm. a good that's a good thing. If they made them just if they just made them sound like Vix again, they they get destroyed because like Vix is just Vix has just sort of been on like the super like sexy like EDM or um like house uh, like type inspired feature based type of inspired thing. Whereas this. Uh, it's it's a new Jack Swing type song, and it's more like happy go lucky. So it's a good sort of contrast, so that they're not gonna get they're not gonna get like uh, buried by uh, other other member or other groups under the label. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy this song. I really I know Cooper's really high on them as well. So um, yeah, well yeah, we'll see. They, I, they, they, there's a trajectory or there, there there's a path for them here. I mean, Goo Goo Dawn's pretty popular. Vix is pretty popular. So I mean, if they their jellyfish plays their cards right. They, I mean, they, they they might have a hit on their hands, from what I've heard so far. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, that's it for episode ninety. Um, if you comment in the comments that K-pop needs a more tropical house, I'll send you this Aesol album. <laughs> is, um, that, is that how you're doing so, this? Is that yes. how you're getting comment that K-pop needs more tropical house? And I will send you this album. So I, I accidentally bought a second copy of Asol's, uh, or Asol. It's Asol. Asol. Asol's be album. Um, so it's got seven tracks on it. Great artist. And I we will send her. you this. Yeah, she's amazing. Amazing indie artist. She said, yeah, I got one. She said thank you. Somewhere. Somewhere I have a thank I you. Cherish, for, I cherish no, this. Mine, mine's, mine's even better. Mine says that she loves Truly Daybok. Um, oh, seriously? So, Hey, yeah. I, I wrote so, her a message and everything. Why did she? Well, so why did I? So because I wrote a message. Too, hey, and I was the second one. So I'm then your she biggest was like, fan. Oh, also. they really like. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> God damn it. Um. So yeah, uh, comment that K-pop needs more Tropical House, and I will send you this indie album, <laughs> which has nothing to do with Tropical House. And I mean, even if you don't win it, definitely check out her album because she's incredible. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. If you yeah, if we, you don't want the album, yeah, um, we, we 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 usually listen don't, to her music. We usually don't like the shill, but she definitely deserves more exposure. So. We're gonna do our job to do yeah. um to get her more more sales or more exposure in that way. Uh, yep, we, we got anything anything on the docket so far? I know you got a lot of albums in. Are you gonna unbox any of them or not? Nah? I wasn't planning on it. I don't know. If you want me to unbox anything, comment. Uh, I have Dreamcatcher, Ujisonio, um, GWSN. You can't really so, yeah. Un- um, you can't really unbox Japanese albums, but I have two yeah, versions just- of. They're just CDs. They're just CDs and DVDs. They're just CDs, yeah. Just like BDZ. It's just a CD. Um, but yeah, if you want me to unbox any of those, let me know and I'll unbox them. But I wasn't planning on it just because, I don't know, it's a lot of effort and most of our unboxings go pretty <laughs> ignored. Because so, we do them so um, But if, if people want me to start doing them, yeah, that's a problem. you got to get the album like right away, which you got to get the album like before it, takes, it comes out for whatever it reason. It takes several weeks to get here usually so by the time i get the album and then film it and then edit it and put it out nobody cares about watching unboxings of it anymore Mm -hmm. um but yeah if you want me to unbox any of those just because you're curious and want to see my thoughts then let me know but otherwise i'm good nothing uh yeah i don't have anything else just um concert wise uh i know crush just announced that he's doing a tour so maybe i might go to that but again i'm really trying to hold back because i'm saving up for korea uh, again like i said if you're at new york comic-con yep. feel free to say hi um uh, actually no you know what i might do i might do a sign that says 
I might I might just do like a really like cheap ass like like hobo style cardboard sign that says looking for BTS tickets and then just see if anyone notices that because <laughs> it's the same day but otherwise I don't have anything else um, Jacob will be back next week hopefully so um, we won't have to two man this for too long hopefully but uh, yeah and I know his I know his schedule is pretty hectic so give him some shout outs he's at uh, God what's his Twitter handle again uh, uh, Crim- at, it's at Crimson Mecca yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe. And that's it. So yeah, that's it for episode 90. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, I forgot to say, check out our Discord. It's mutual um, Follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe, like, share. Do all that all that jazz. Um, yeah. Annyeong. Stay creamy. I, I really don't know. I, I can't think of anything, honestly, other to say than stay creamy. Stay throbbingly creamy. Bye-bye.